0: Welcome to Tie Cutter's Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McGuire, and I want to start off by thanking you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. I hope you find it helpful. Um, I know that I've spent over 10 years in sales, so basically I just wanted to start this podcast as a way to help, you know, if you're brand new to, to sales and marketing, or if you uh, have been in sales and marketing for a long time and maybe give you some insight and and maybe some uh, new ideas to help you along in your day and and your weeks and in your career. All right, so to get started, I figured I'd start with one of the most basic things, uh, but also something that I think can be very useful and very helpful. and that is psychology okay so if you've been in sales for a while now you probably are already aware that there are some uh, psychological triggers uh, that can kind of help you close a deal um, help you build better rapport and basically help you get from point a to point b quicker Uh, it's important to know that you probably shouldn't be using it all the time Um, you know kind of pick your customers accordingly but let's get started so sales psychology is basically a hidden form of selling uh, what you're gonna do is use different triggers um, you know persuasion to basically get the results that you want out of this out of the uh, out of dealing with the customer so now it's funny. I actually had this written out as a uh, speech that I plan on holding. So, but I thought it was like super useful, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this my podcast because. So, kind of think back. Um, you know how how many of you listening have been in sales for, you know, five years or or three years or two years or even longer than ten years. Um. And now, how many of you are actually married or dating? So, I've always considered selling kind of like a, an art form. And also, kind of, the, it goes hand-in-hand hand with, like, flirting, right? If you're dating someone, you initially had to build that rapport, technically, quote-unquote, build that rapport. Um, kind of build a relationship up. So, congratulations, we're all sales experts, right? So, <clears throat> now, I read a long time ago uh, that the national closing average was actually 33%. So you'll close 33% of the people that you meet and attempt to sell. But if you could increase your performance and close more customers, what kind of results could you get out of that, right? So you could get you know, a, a bigger paycheck, probably promotion at some point, um, better attitude, you know, we all in sales go through that what I call the sales lull, or the moment in your career where you just aren't in the right state of mind to sell. So, it's sure it's going to be a, a you know a great chain reaction of, of events that occur. Um, great things will come your way. You know, you close more deals, you get more money, you you know become a top performer. Maybe you probably get trips too. So I'm gonna go over two things today. The second part is actually provide you with a different approach um, and kind of build on your skill set. So, now thinking back, how many listening or you know wherever you are, I think it's safe to say that everyone has purchased fast food, right? You probably went to the drive-thru. At some point in your life, you've probably been in a fast food restaurant so we're basically going to build off of this so i'm also positive that you probably got a combo meal too so this is actually a uh, a trigger that's used because it's it's basically implanted into our heads from the time that we're young Um, and it's the art form is actually or (laughs) i say art form but it's basically menu selling right so you are staring at a menu in front of you you have all these single options but then you have all these options that are basically a combo meal you know it's a collection of items together and typically when you when you compare prices you know it, it looks more appealing to you know get the large drink the you know big sandwich and the fries as opposed to just a drink and a sandwich um, so what happens is you're actually triggered to see that as a better deal and typically you know it is but it's still fast food so it doesn't make it increase the quality it's just how it works so this is the power of menu selling you know so we can convert this same tool and use it in basically any career that you are currently in Um, i know when i sold cars It was a huge thing Uh, I was actually the F&I or business manager for a dealership and it's crazy because you know someone sells the car then they come into your office you sit them down you're kind of going over all the paperwork and then it comes down to the uh, intangible sales and it's all presented in menu form Um, and then you know one of the best things I think that ever happened to me was actually selling cars I don't do it now but you know, back then, you learn some, some crazy things, um, and one of them is reading upside down, and the other one is menu selling. But once I left the car business and started to pursue other uh, sales careers, I actually took it with me. So I still use it today, um, and it's super useful. I usually try to keep it very um, appealing. You know, I'll, I'll create it in PowerPoint, or I will use uh, Keynote, if you have an iPad and just kind of you know drag and drop some items put in some text and uh, I usually keep it pretty simple so I'll keep it to you know up to three options right so you have option one is one thing option two is another thing option three is going to be your final thing so the best thing to do put in your pricing you know down below and typically you want to put you don't want to have it from small medium to large so, you kind of want to play with that a little bit. Or if you want to, you know, if, if you're going to try it your first time, you can always do small, medium, large. The idea is to get someone from option one, which would still be a technically combo, right? Or added on items, up to option three, which would be more added on items. Um, okay, so the best thing is there is no wrong answer but the crazy part of this whole thing is that there's something missing from this entire um menu that you present so you're going to present the menu you turn it around or you you sit next to the customer and, and you're going over the menu options and the only thing that's not on there is to not accept any of those options so in our nature When you're presented with options, typically you feel inclined to pick one of those options. So again, this is why I say, you know, don't use it on everyone because you have to make sure that it's right for the customer so they don't hate you and give you a bad review. But you also want to make sure that's right for your business. You know, um, especially with the business that I'm in now, the last thing I want to do is, you know, sell something to a customer that will just come right back to us. so you present it you're like okay option one here it is you know and then you can if you want to you can kind of follow the whole shut up and and wait uh which is another notorious auto sales trick um but basically you just want to kind of guide them through you know and typically if you break it down so if you have something that costs 300 dollars or you know the additional items altogether would be an additional three hundred, three hundred dollars. You know what does that come out to a day, to a customer? What does that come out to a week? What is their billing cycle? Instead of giving them a full year at once, because that's always a lot to swallow. You know if, if you always think of of what you're buying, and you look at the price tag and you're like, oh my god, that's expensive. Uh, break it down. You know is it a dollar fifty a day? Is it Two hundred bucks a month. You know what, what? does that equal? That does not seem so harsh when you uh, when you say that number. So again, saying none of the above is not actually an option. Um, but you'll still get. I mean, again, you'll probably never close 100% of the people that you meet. So you will still get some people who are like, I don't want any of those. Cool. That's acceptable. That's you know. But it'll still help you increase that. So, um, sell is, you know, widely used from car sales to fast food to car washes. How often do you leave without getting the undercar, you know, <laughs> your, your undercar sprayed, right? You always see it and you're like, well, I want the tire shine, but, uh, looks like I'm going to get the undercar wash too. Okay. That's 16 bucks or that's 20 bucks. All right, cool. I can, I can deal with that, right? No brainer so now to uh, the next part I want to hit right it kind of goes hand in hand so I'm gonna branch off from menu selling Um, and this is kind of this is kind of a fun one right so I've always referred to this as kind of dropping the anchor or dropping the hammer Um, basically while you're negotiating um, what you're going to do is you're going to say the, say the price is $300, right? And this is something, uh, which people, individuals that are listening that aren't in car sales that are maybe thinking about buying a cars car soon. Uh, there's a lot of car salesmen that may not like me saying this or may deny it, but that's cool too. Just leave all your denials in my comments. But basically what happens is, so if I come to you, and uh, again I'm, I use car sales because I, I spend a lot of my time in car sales I come to you and I'm like okay what can you afford or you know I'm trying to figure out where you're where you're trying to be a month right if you tell me 350 I might come back at 450 or 500 dollars the reason I'm gonna do that is because I want to shock you and so it's almost like a shock value thing right so Here's your car, congratulations. All the bells and whistles that you wanted. It's got the you know backup camera and and the you know 19-inch wheels and the navigation system, sunroof. You know, here you go, $500. It's gonna it's gonna be a shock value. You know, no one's really expecting because when you go to buy something, there's always a predetermined price in your head already. So all I'm doing is just messing with you. I always call it mind chess so i'm just kind of tweaking your thought process because what is the value of something other than what it, you feel that it is so if you want a 350 a month car okay maybe we need to downgrade you because this is a 500 hundred dollar a month car but if you're like oh my god i can't do that you know what maybe maybe i can maybe i can do four maybe i can do 400 425 so if I say, if if you're like, oh my god, 500, I can't do it, right? And I'm like, okay, well, how about four, if I get them to 425, is that feasible? I've already talked you up. Again, how much was that a month that I actually talked you up? Is that, you know, not going to Starbucks every single day or not getting your coffee in the morning? It could be. So all I did was give you a really high number and... Kind of let you go in your head 350 i thought i was going to be 350 this is actually gonna be 500 well i can't do 500 okay what can you do this is the car here's the price can you do 425 because if if you can do 425 i'll go negotiate for you but i can't promise you anything um it's it's actually very interesting because i spend Oh, man, I spent a lot of time helping people still buy cars. Um, kind of walking them through the entire process from, you know, when they entered, when they sat down, and and so forth. So I have a lot of friends who will call me um, just to kind of get a feel for what's actually happening, because there is a, a, a really bad, I would say... I don't know. There, I feel like there's a bad vibe when it comes to car sales because there, you know, the anytime someone mentions a car salesman, it's always like supposedly they have slicked back hair or something. And I had a shaved head, so that wasn't always accurate. But I think it's funny because it's still to this day, everyone who goes to buy a car at some point, I think, feels like they're getting cheated, when in reality. It's, unless you're buying a used car, it's totally, it's a totally different game. So, but anyway, getting back on topic. If I present a menu to you, so we can kind of put everything all together, right? So if I present a menu to you, I have option one, two, and three. And then what I do is I, maybe I put higher pricing on there. My goal was to get the price that I need to get for that but I don't want to shop you with a lower number that maybe you can't afford. I want to shop you with a higher number that I know you can't afford. That way I can come back and get to my lower number. So that's basically the two things I covered today. Um, Menu cell, again, option A, B, and C. The only option not on there is to say no. And the final one is dropping the anchor, or the hammer, or whatever you want to call it. And that's really just a shock value uh, type of of thing. So, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, Feel free to subscribe. Actually, I would appreciate it if you did subscribe. If you found it helpful, please like. And if you think someone else can uh, find this helpful and useful, make sure to share. All right, guys, so until next time,